Special thanks to everyone who pledged money to crowdfund the show this week, including David Walker, Tim Edwards, Iliko Ella and Andy Hagen. There's a full list of all our supporters on 361podcast.com, along with information on how to help us from as little as $1 per episode via Patreon. Hello and welcome to 361, a weekly podcast about mobile tech and everything around it. My name is Ben Smith. I'm Rafe Blanford. And I'm Ewan McLeod. This is season 11, episode 5, and this week it's the Christmas episode. We're talking about some of our favourite entertainment options and how we make festive cooking fabulous. Then it's on to some resolution ideas for the new year and how you can use technology to help you keep them. Back, chaps. Happy holidays. Ho, 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 ho. Happy Christmas. Rafe Bamford looking very much like Father Christmas there. Yes, it's the beard that gives it away, isn't it? It is, it is. So I see you're tossing another log on the uh, fire there. I am. You I really am. should use the bathroom like everyone else. <laughs> uh, uh, insert Christmas. some joke about Christmas. roasting nuts. Exactly. Right. Rafe's roasting his nuts. We did the roasting nuts joke. Like, <laughs> we, we just listened back to last year's Christmas episode to make sure we're not doing the same lame jokes we did the previous year. And you do them anyway. This is true. Well, you see, anyone who's good enough to have stuck with this for more than one calendar year is probably forgiving of repeated jokes. <laughs> yes. Really. yes. So, so have you done it all then? Well, nearly. Nearly. I'm talking about Christmas shopping, obviously. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Is there oh, anything yeah. else? Yes. Yeah. So yeah. we're recording this a few weeks before Christmas. You'll hear this. This is going out just a week before Christmas. So mm-hmm. you might just be able to get a little bit of shopping in. No, uh, of course, Amazon will do it. Amazon will be doing deliveries yeah. and that sort of thing. So I've done most of our Christmas shopping um, for the children in You've our family. you all your shopping? No, just for the children, for toys oh, and things on, like Blanford. that. This is not yeah. complicated. What about for your kids? Don, Hetty went into Toys R Us, had a look around, showroomed a little bit, and then Amazon did. Living the dream. I mean, the, the, we've still got that year-long challenge of the frustration of when you can't find it on Amazon. Oh, oh that tough. is really annoying. Yeah. Uh, so what's your problem there, Blanford? <laughs> what's your problem? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just, uh, I haven't done it yet. Are you going to shops? I will be heavily relying on online. I suspect Amazon will be uh, part of you got, it. You can use now because you live in the city. I can, but until, I mean, I, until you emigrate, I, back to I also do do the web rooming thing where you research it online, you find it online, you maybe even work out how much it is. But either because you're doing click and collect or because you actually want to get it instantly, you, mm. you go to the store to collect it. While showrooming, all the figures show that still dominates. Actually, we're seeing increasingly. And what will be referred to as an omni-channel retail that operates yes. in both the digital and the high street, or bricks and clicks is another phrase for it. Look um, at you. And actually, that's becoming more common, because it always used to be, and there was this whole discussion around um, Black Friday and Cyber Monday, that it's all gone online, it's death for the traditional stores, but actually the best results in terms of retail this year were actually for those that had both. Well, we went to see a pantomime. Right. Okay, at the weekend. and For people outside of the UK, because I don't know if there's pantomimes in places like America. So yeah. what is pantomime? What, how do you describe it? It's like a, a, it's a Christmas-related, Christmas-themed. They're out there, you have them in December, right? Yeah. Um, and a bit of January. That's a bit weird in January, though. It's a play for children. Yes, and at, but then the Christmas. adults have to get stuck in. It's all look behind you. It's all very... Audience participation. Where is he? I, I don't think you got that right. What? Oh, yes, he did. I don't um, think so. I don't oh, think sorry, so. I walked into that. So, yeah, cool. sort of um, theatre laden with cheese and B-list celebrities. Now, we went to the, the local pantomime and the, we made the cardinal sin 
if you're an Amazon customer, which is we went out in the morning on Saturday. Uh, oh, dear me. Sandwich all, move. All, dear me. All of your Christmas shopping came to visit you and then went away again. Well, no, no. Because we live in the countryside, what happens is the guy phones you, goes, hey, look, I've got a whole lot of boxes for you. And he says, phone you? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah no, they, they phone you. Mm. And well, he doesn't phone me. I, I've put my wife's <laughs> phone because I've never run. Um, and so she's she, she, like, yes, yes, that's fine. Yes. And fantastic. So we got back and I kid you not, there was a pile up to my shoulders of, of, of boxes outside the door and a lot of wine. Well, I, I'm probably walking into something here, but I had a similar experience with uh, Amazon uh, this Saturday when I was uh, back in Sussex. That's just a mid-sized C-grade box, isn't it, for you, it, Rafe, and, up to uh, the shoulders? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Ben. And uh, I got a phone call at six o'clock in the evening. Wow. And... Uh, the Amazon delivery driver was lost and needed directions. Ah, to the um, to Blanford Humble Manor. Manor. That's that, that's correct. Um, but I was actually quite impressed, and I think we've been seeing this more often. Also, on, on they've been delivering on Sundays, and this is oh, more really on the, the, the run up to Christmas. It's amazing how the logistics have changed round, but also the whole tracking and next day delivery. And if you're in the city, the Amazon Now stuff is pretty incredible. Now, have you seen the husband wife teams? Yes, the no. people that they're actually, it's kind they of subcontracted this. to individuals, literally the guy and his wife or a partner. Yeah, we've had quite a lot of that. So sort of weird, somebody almost driving like their own personal car arrives yeah. and gives you Amazon delivery. It's been weird. Although this week I showroomed, so I saw a product in one shop, went home, ordered it from another retailer and had it delivered to a third retailer for click and collect. So you were show web rooming? I show web rooming. Was that John Oh, Lester. wow. No, so um, that was, I, I'm trying to think where I saw the product. How can you do that? Well, because inside our local DIY store is a parcel pick up and drop off point. Oh, that's smart. And you can do, you know, your, yeah, your, have your click and collect yeah. boxes from there. And it all works surprisingly well, actually. And we're doing loads and loads of click and collect this year because we're not home to get those parcels. Mm. And they do tend to... We, we, that's annoying, isn't they it? They go AWOL, yes. So yeah. that, that that's a major part. Although, actually, Rafe, you were saying that the logistics have improved. It's noticeable the number of places that you can do pickups from and those kinds of things is, is increasing hugely. And like you, we're relatively rural now. And even mm. the tiny little post office in our village does, you know, click collect for amazon now yeah well the other thing i think is really interesting it's not something i've done personally is you can now put boxes outside your house and give couriers a key code to get into them and it's actually something that's become much more popular in the states with it all controlled all controlled from a smartphone app so it's effectively able to deliver it and put it into a secure place even when you're not there Mm. actually it could be tied into your smarter home challenge of which uh, Mm. more in due course course. i've got a christmas present for you blanford oh that's awfully decent of you. And what did I do to deserve that? Uh, well, you inspired me. So I have ordered you a mug. Oh. Now, can anyone guess what mug I have ordered for Blanford? Any listeners of the last season? I'm just thinking it's visibly like a cut bumper sticker. You know, my other home is massive. <laughs> <laughs> for when he brings people around to his place. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's uh, a Mr. Happy Cup. <laughs> Go on, um, tell us about no, it. It's uh, the Telegraph Pole Appreciation Society oh, official. You are too mug. kind. You are uh, too right, kind. So I'm not sure where it is. It's in a pile somewhere. Um, <laughs> in, in a box. In a, <laughs> it's, it's still in a box. Yeah, it's coming. So stand by. Happy Christmas, Blanford Ben. I haven't thought of No, that's yet. fine. Well, we're, we're, not, we're not that close, really, are we? We've done it, yeah. Okay, l- l- Rafe Blanford, let's move on because that is all so much preamble to say, well, it's nearly Christmas. And what are we talking about this week? So this week, we're actually talking about how mobile and technology in general can help make your Christmas go a little bit more smoothly wherever you happen to be uh, holding it. 
Yeah, we're covering off three important parts mm. of Christmas that we yeah. thought about. First up, you and McLeod, we're going to talk about entertainment. Yes. Because uh, during the Christmas period, people need entertaining, and not just ourselves, but also the young people in our lives. And That's the correct. many friends and relations that come and visit. So yes. what do you do in your house to uh, sort out entertainment? Well, no, we have measured quite heavily, or I have measured quite heavily on talking about Amazon Prime, or yeah. Amazon Instant Video. <laughs> yeah, come on. I am a little bit like you and Nokia now with it when it comes to Amazon, doesn't it? I must have mentioned Amazon about... 12 times already. So, yeah, I, Netflix, BCI player, and so on, will definitely be watching Downton last. Are you going to watch the last episode of Downton? No. Don't need to watch it. Oh, Rafe. <laughs> just just look, at, look out the kitchen window. Yeah. <laughs> just ring the bell. But, you know, we won't watch anything live at all, and I think we've kind of covered that kind of stuff. Yeah. What I wanted to look at was the importance of children being entertained during journeys or during extended periods of boredom yeah. when you're doing family things. Right? You know, we have to go and see A, B and C relatives and the children have to sit there and stare at the wall. That's the big yeah. thing about Christmas, isn't it? It actually is a real break to routines yes. and it's either a lot of travel involved or they can't have your undivided attention because you've got guests or family yes. around. Yes, and with younger children, that can be a difficulty. Now, I never, ever want to get to the point whereby, you know, sometimes you, if you're out, you see parents with their children plugged in headphones and iPhones or I, you know, iPads sitting, not chatting to each other. I don't want, don't want that. Don't encourage that. But you know, in the car when you're doing a two-hour commute and there's the traffic. Have you seen? It, have you seen? I think it's all over. But certainly, I saw in the Amazon UK store that they're selling multi-packs of Kindles now. Yes, yeah, and the children's Kindle has really got my attention. I was deeply dubious about multi-packs until I realised how cheap they were, and thinking actually, oh, it's just ridiculously good. I mean, they're still. For Cyber Monday, it was £35 for a Kindle Fire, the entry-level one, and the kids' edition of the Kindle, which is kind of the next oh. one up, was £49, and that comes with a year of Kindle time, which is sort of essentially unlimited entertainment content in the form of TV shows, videos, yeah. and games. And it's actually pretty high-quality stuff, and you can download it, as with the other Amazon stuff, use it offline, so it works great for journeys. And that, so that would, that would work well for families with multiple kids. In our house, we're going to have... FaceTime time. Ah, uh, yes. Now, this is really important. Uh, this is Do you something have that's that scheduled in your house? We, we don't have a schedule, but it is an uh, informal reality now for us. And that's uh, on Christmas Day, we will FaceTime all around. So we will be going to my parents. So we'll, we'll drive out to my parents. But we will then FaceTime from there to everybody else. Yep. We're so, not phone. We don't ever do phones anymore. So, yeah, all the members of the family now either have Skype or FaceTime set up on devices and that includes you know grandma and grandpa and all that sort of thing and they have been provided in previous years with laptops and ipads or whatever and um they're all working so now yep after dinner we're going to do the uh, the facetime calls so everybody can see everyone else and it's, then, it's brilliant it really is good and, and actually we did it we had a birthday recently where we did a live birthday present unwrapping with some members of the family oh, that's fantastic. Know, on facetime participating uh, so that, that that was really good. The, the interesting one here is, depending on how big your family is, FaceTime and Skype can let you down because you can't have enough participants. So the top 361 tip is if you've got an extended family, you do a Google Hangout and there uh, you can have a lot more people yeah, in the call. Yeah. Yeah. Now, we hadn't thought of that at the moment. We're coping with the idea of, of FaceTime and Skype because it's like a phone call but with pictures and therefore it doesn't stretch anyone's imagination too much. And also one of the reasons we've switched to using FaceTime so much is it rings like a phone call yes. and everyone can understand what's going on. Yeah. But we might there's, there's plenty of tech-savvy members of the family we could do a Hangout with. And the other one is I'm actually looking forward to, I think last year I talked about Osmo, 
Remember that game? Yes. Uh, so they've sold loads of extension packs mm. and that. I'm looking forward to going and play with that, actually, because I really used to really like that. And if, you, if you're not familiar with Osmo, it's a stand you put your iPad in mm. and a little mirror that you put over the camera. So the camera then focuses on the, a piece of paper directly in front of the iPad, and you can play games by putting counters or drawing pictures on the paper and then that affects the game that's then playing on the ipad and mm. it's really great kids game it's, it's fantastic because it's actually not just involved staring at the screen there's drawing and moving shapes and puzzles and all manner of things to go with it yeah. and if i was going to pick out sort of an entertainment thing it's amazing now how many accessories or add-ons to the be it a mobile phone or a tablet that you are able to give away as presents or keepers entertaining. So it's the sort of it's the Bluetooth remote control cars have come on a long way, but also now the ability to create yes. the racing circuits. And there are various yeah. products around that, including the ability to kind of effectively print out additional racetracks and things like that. I think it's kind of interesting to me how some of the best accessories are actually now sort of this gift and sort of gameplay entertainment thing. I mean, you've seen the same thing with the kind of Disney and the infinity and the, mm. the characters and the cards and the stuff that goes with that and have become a whole kind of thing equivalent to what would have been Pokemon or Top Trumps if we look back a little bit further into the mists of time. Um, and it fascinates me how much it's become kind of a companion device for all kinds of other activities. Now, a Christmas quiz is a mm. tradition in the Smith household. Every year before Christmas, we have a drinks and lunch with friends and a, a right. fun quiz. We do those too. We don't do that. Well, all civilised families do, yeah. Um, and, uh, but this year, and, and every year previously we've had a music round, which you know used to be a CD and then obviously it then turned into tracks downloaded right. from iTunes and then last year the Sonos, so we put the Sonos oh, yeah, on great, the table and great. played it through there. Yeah. This year we still did the music round, but this year had the first AirPlay live camera round where we took an iPhone and we had these game cards that come from another game pictionary cards you know and if you're not familiar it's kind of these cartoons that make you you have to say and interpret the cartoon to get a word and we had these all laid out on the table and the quiz master just focused the iphone on one and we all looked at the tv and went oh, 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 oh you know popular phrase you know what goes up must come down and what's going well, that's a nice idea. and then you know sort of the next one the next one so it was the first time we've incorporated apple tv and airplay wow. into the quiz and that works really well got a bit of trivia for you then ben gone oh gosh what animal in the stable could walk upstairs Donkey. but not downstairs oh it's someone about upstairs, oh. downstairs there's no daleks was there um, no cows cows can walk upstairs but they can't walk downstairs that's what they tell you i, th- I knew it was something like that there we, there we go. Really great trivia there. Okay. Thanks for that, Blanford. There we go. Lovely. I think it's this moment in time that we should just quickly stop the episode and uh, talk about the uh, crowdfunding we're doing yes. this year. So w- because it's before no. Christmas and there's lots of draws on your funding, we won't labour this too long. But no. if you would like to support 361 Podcast, you could donate $1 an episode and help us fund the show. We've been making it now for 11 seasons and we're, we've been loved doing it and we've provided the funding through sponsorship and uh, through, out of our own pockets. But to do some of the more ambitious stuff we'd like to do in 2016 we'd like a little bit of support from the listeners so if you'd be willing to give us one dollar an episode get to 361podcast.com and follow the support link and uh, well you can help us make something even more exciting next year now should we just quickly touch on this point in that we're carrying on the podcast as normal oh absolutely and that's funded by us and that's part of the deal it is. the major issue we have is well the major issue i have in particular it's less a funding thing but you know if we want to do anything cool i have to justify that to my wife (laughs) and she then puts her arms across her chest and says why do you need to do that so for example we want to take blanford 
to Helsinki to do a walking tour. So that sounds a lot more attractive than the option that's currently on there, Ben. That's it. So oh, we haven't got to that. Yeah, we need to talk to that, right? But we want to do cool things, right? Yeah. Well, the current plan is when we reach $100 an episode, and we're about a third of the way there at the moment, when we reach $100 an episode, we're going to get Rafe Blanford massage live on air by, which company was it, Ewan? Urban Massage. Urban so massage. It's, it's, it's mobile context, right? Yeah. It's a mobile app you can get, and mm-hmm. you can order a therapist anywhere in London a particular type of therapist so you need it'll do a particular type of massage whatever you want so we could get a therapist to help Rafe Blanford with the trauma of being massaged no these are only massage therapists Uh, as in but you you can have a Swedish massage you can have a Thai massage and so on but yes a mobile related one and dear listener I think it's a good use of time fantastic so for less than the price of a Snickers, if you'd like to support the show, we'd be very grateful. Indeed. And we'll move on. Okay, so eating is one of my favourite things to do at Christmas time, and cooking forms a big part of that. So, Rafe Blanford, tell us how you're using mobile tech to cook the Christmas dinner this year. Not really. Fair enough. This is going to be a short feature, isn't it? That, move on. That's not entirely true. Researching on the phone in past years, I have found various tips and tricks to carry off it successfully because actually the big thing about Christmas dinner is just how much preparation it takes and so my advice would be do as much as you can in advance and if you would like to do it in a smart way there are a couple of products out there notably the drop scales which are smart scales which work with your phone and then make it very easy to follow recipes because I'm aware that some listeners will not be as proficient in the kitchen as others and or will need an excuse to as I am Uh, (laughs) and or we'll need an excuse to get into this sort of thing but I think with the cooking actually there's a couple of things to acknowledge here it's more than just the everyday cooking so we have to think about where you're going to order it from and doing that last minute ordering and that's actually where the uh, phone really comes into its own if you need to do that uh, Sainsbury's or Tesco's order at the last minute or you need to find out where the Aldi is because everyone's told you that the cold meats and Christmas chocolates are the best from Aldi and Little. Mm, exactly. There we go. So in our house, we are big users of Evernote. So all our favourite recipes from all it's around, all around the year go into Evernote, but particularly Christmas. Mm. And then I use the uh, reminders feature in Evernote and we have lots of to-do lists including all the food prep and those sorts of things when we host well, that's serious stuff oh and those, yeah. the to-do lists now the great thing I like about Evernote not many people use it is you can attach a reminder to a note yeah. so that that then pops up and reminds you and, and so we during the year I do that for things like um, car insurance you know I scan the car insurance document in and then I put a reminder in for a fortnight before it needs renewed to go and get you know new quotes yeah. and things but we do that for all the Christmas stuff I also use the My Supermarket app in the UK as well so you can put your shopping in there and then submit it to all of the popular online supermarkets in the UK to do price comparisons. So if I wanted to, I could do my commodity shop more cheaply oh, that's interesting. before I go and get my, my special bits, as it were. Oh, it's interesting. I use uh, Office Lens to get recipes and documents into OneNote, and it does a great job of sort of cutting out what you need and sort of redoing the kind of the view of it so it's easy to read. In that case, it's you know, very similar to Evernote, but I think it's that kind of collection of information pre-Christmas becomes really important when you're desperately short on time. So last year, I quite liked the um, Jamie Oliver, the celebrity chef. Mm. Um, he had, did a TV series and a cookery book called 20 Minute Meals. I've got the app. There we go. So yeah. I'm going to try the app this year. because The burger is really good. Not going to do that for my Christmas dinner. But for us, Christmas starts about a week before when all the visitors come mm. and stay with us. And they stay for about a week after. And so... 
quick dinners, interesting dinners that you can quickly knock up. Also, maybe while talking to other people or, you know, oh, can I help? Can I help? Mm. Well, yeah, this is what we're doing and cooking along to a set of instructions there. That um, everyone can join in. Again, everyone, airplay. Yeah, that everyone can join in and help. Yep, yeah, that would be, be good. The other thing, obviously, will be using the Sonos to provide Christmas music. I used to try and make a Christmas playlist, but now I've given up. My wife just has several Christmas radio stations Oh, that's interesting. So just streaming Christmas radio, and we don't curate our own Christmas music anymore. It does mean you get to listen to a lot more Mariah Carey than you might want to. Carol from Kings, that's what you need. But who's she? Carol's from... Oh, sorry, I walked into that one. <laughs> The other thing, of course, really it's essential about, about Christmas food. It's particular types of Christmas food. So you get the big tub of Twiglets, for example. Don't but know what most you mean. importantly... Twiglets? Homemade sausage rolls. Homemade sausage so rolls. So I was no, actually, okay, I was actually making, the them, making them this weekend... And, you know, just getting the local pork mince, putting the herbs in from the garden, making it just absolutely don't delicious. So there's, don't say anything, there, there's certain things that I really associate with Christmas and homemade sausage rolls. And you make them, them into a ring. You make your sausages into a ring, right? Well, you have the normal ones, but then you also have the ones that look a bit like a, a Danish pastry, which are spirals. And so it's a, it's a long sausage roll that you've twisted? It's basically a sausage roll that you have uh, a flat piece and then you roll up several yeah. times yeah. and then you cut it into thin slices and it's absolutely delicious so I'm literally mean. speechless I am astonished to discover this about Blanford he's a sausage roll aficionado yeah very very impressive because I also am a sausage roll man but I'm a Donald Russell guy do you know Donald Russell yeah you buy your sausage rolls in see that's not really in the Christmas but spirit they are quality and they're artisan they are artisan uh, well that's alright then that's yes. alright then so it's my thing I've got to do is I've got to order the meat from Donald Russell, big fans of that. It's an online Scottish delivery ah, provider of, right. uh, of meat and other things like that. And then I got to order the wine. So Donald Russell, I do on the web just because they haven't really got mobile yeah. yet. So I, I do have to actually do that on the computer, do it properly. And then I'll use Lathwaite's for the wine. I've got their Amazon equivalent, so they don't charge you for delivery. Just pay one fee and then just all the wine just comes next day. And then I also use Naked Wines as well, which is quite good from the app, very good from the app. They're very good next day deliveries. That's my Christmas. I, I do think there are a lot of companion apps that can help you out at Christmas and things like uh, calculating how long you're meant to cook the turkey for can be uh, pretty critical as well. I use Siri on the Apple Watch quite a lot. Just set me a timer for 10 minutes where I've got hands covered in food. And the other one I like is, um, and I've mentioned it before, is Vivino which um, yes, is the, the wine app, which I think quite a lot of people use, but scans and recognises bottle labels, and that's great for mm. showrooming because if you go somewhere, particularly if you go to one of those fancy wine shops and you want to see if uh, what you're being sold is a good or a bad one, because I don't know, <laughs> uh, then you, know, you can look it up and that's yeah. dead good. Okay, we will not be doing a Smartest Home update this week because Oof. we've got a big Smartest Home update next week so hold fire but there's exciting 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 have you you got news though right i've got i've got so much news i think i've frankly we could just stop it now because i've won as i understand it you know it's it's christmas this week so i'm going to be less impressed with your christmassy smart home next week just okay you feel confident there right but I, i i think i can raise you Okay. Okay. I, yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I want to see. Blanford's already told us a bit. It's rubbishy. No, it was really impressive a couple of weeks ago, but rubbishy. No. Okay. Number three. Then last of all, this is a bit premature before Christmas, but after Christmas, resolutions, fresh start. I love mobile apps for getting started with my New Year's resolutions. 
because they're there in my pocket all the time. And, and then really, you can delete them when you don't. I can delete them. <laughs> I can make I can make the memories of the things I committed to go away. Yeah. So for me, the first thing I like to do generally at the beginning of the new year is sort out my budget. Think right. I'm going to get my personal finances all in order because you know. Really? Well, you know how like you go through the year and you just sort of like get less and less disciplined. You know, in, 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 but you know, do you do that? Surely you don't do that, Mister Spreadsheet. I no, I do. you get undisciplined. I do, I do get undisciplined. And then, <laughs> right, then Christmas is like this just big splurge where you go, I oh, just spend buy presents quick you know unplanned okay. and then january you think right i really ought to so i've already started using it but actually i'm going to sit down in january and do a proper plan and i really like uh it's an app called ynab which stands for you need a budget i'm just trialing it now and All i right. really like it it's a mac app but it also comes it's with com- it companion uh, ios and android like apps as well and it's a great thing it downloads your bank statements if you want it to and you can set budgets and you can sort of just manage your personal finances and your household finances very interesting if you want to and the reason i really like it is because of all of the services i've tried that download statements mm. from online banks it's the one that makes the nicest job of gluing it all together because you remember back in the day when you used to have like Microsoft money. Oh, or I remember those days. And you download your Excel. Well, you, you download CSV. You download, let's say, your I'm trying to think of American your checking account or your mm. current account in the UK, and then you download your credit card statement. But of course, a payment from one would settle the balance on the other, yeah. and you'd never be able to reconcile them. So this does all those kind of real world situations, and it also handles business expenses. Bane of my life. I pay some money out. Yeah. I tell my employer about it. And they give it back to me because it was a business expense. But the last budget app that I used wouldn't let me credit money back into to a that, category, yes, as I it were. See. So it, sort of, it wanted to treat all my expenses payments as, as income. And it wasn't to spend because, you know, and you can't budget for business expenses because, of course, Doesn't it, matter, it's right? driven yeah. by the business. Yeah. So really like it, oh, really look at that. elegantly, nicely done. But in January, I'll come back and talk about that because I would have kicked the tyres a bit more by then. What about you, Ian? Right, my one's on what, photos and video. And uh, predictably insert Google Photos reference here. I'm a massive Google Photos fan. You were taking loads of photos. Was it yeah. entertainment during the family time? Yes. Well, because it's both now. So when we go to my parents, I'll probably be showing them a lot of the photos. And how will you be doing that? I'll be using my iPad just because of the TV they've got. I mean, it is possible. From Google Photos? Yeah, from Google. Yeah. 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 Oh, well, I'll tell you what you won't be doing anymore. You won't be showing them a carousel off Dropbox. No. Because that shut down. No, because, well, I, I felt that was going to happen. I thought it was very nice. I liked what they did with it, but I went for Google Photos because I was hoping they wouldn't shut that down. Yep. Well, no, I was just thinking uh, Google don't exactly have that best track record. Oh, come on. Right, okay. Let's just be clear. Other services are available from Microsoft. Right. Where do you stick your photos? I was actually thinking, given you're such an Amazon man, I'm surprised you're not sticking it on Amazon Prime. Yeah, it's just not as nice as an interface. That's, okay. that's the reality. Mm-hmm. No, it's not. I've got unlimited photo backup with them, but I just don't. Let me use it. Um, the apps I'd like to bring to your attention, though, TouchNote, obviously. Now, remind us, because you've been long-term fan of TouchNote oh, yeah. and users. But if Huge fan. If you're a new listener to the podcast. Uh, TouchNote, you'll have seen other apps, I'm sure, but the, the TouchNote is one of the leaders in photos from your phone delivered as physical postcard services. Okay. And why are you doing this? Well, I, I've been using it for donkey's years or ages now because that's how I would take photos of the children and then send them to the grandparents and they love getting the physical photos. And it's, it's a real, I mean, my grandmother actually has a, uh, or had, I should say, a series of albums dedicated to TouchNote. Yeah. 
And when when friends and family came around, she would actually show off the touch note photos. And this is like, thank you for my Christmas presents, cards, and thank you it's, for my yeah, birthday well, actually, presents. Yeah, well, actually, what I got into the habit of doing was doing a, every Sunday, I set myself a reminder to do a touch note and just send um, send a touch note to parents. And every week I would you know, more or less send that out. And then for some reason I changed calendar or something happened and I haven't been doing that, so I need to do that. Rafe Blanford, what are you going to do for a personal resolution? I can see you, you, to me, look like a man who's going to get blisteringly fit in the new year. Yes, well, thank you for that suggestion, Ben. <laughs> what do you mean going to? You look like someone yeah, who's going to... Already a honed Adonis. All three exactly, of us, to exactly. be honest. If I was going to do that, that's absolutely right. And I would be looking to probably use some kind of wearable to track all of that. But getting the motivation part of that sorted out, and I think this uh, applies to a lot of New Year's resolutions actually can be a bit tricky so i want to recommend an app called pact where essentially you're paying money into a pot with your friends and you're effectively betting on yourself to meet those fitness goals and to get a certain amount of exercise and as i say this is done as an app that's available for a couple of the app stores if i'm talking about personal resolutions i think i'm going to sort of come out and say i'm going to try not to mention the word Nokia and Microsoft quite so often yeah, on the yeah. podcast, which I think I've been doing very well this season so far. OneNote? You just talked about Office Lens and OneNote. Everyone else is using Evernote and yes, you have to use that. I didn't say Microsoft before them. You just assumed. Okay. Anyway, the other thing is there are actually some great apps out there to help you with habit forming and they're mostly around reminders, but actually it's that ability to track. And the one thing that I want to do is try and get more consistent and better sleep. And I've uh, actually got... Oh, I, I can't bit of... stand that from someone that has any children. I'm sorry, Ewan. Woe is me. I'm not getting... I just not seem to get, not getting that much sleep. No, it's not about not getting enough sleep. Oh. It's getting maximising... Get quality sleep. Right, you get yourself a proper mattress. I've done that. But Have actually, it's, about, it it's about controlling the temperature and humidity and things like that in the room, which is all part of the Smarter Home Challenge. When we're up at three o'clock in the morning, changing the child's nappies as he's screaming, I should say to my wife, don't worry, darling, I've got this. And I'll go and open the window just to get the humidity in the room. Just right. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I don't understand. The humidity is fine. The humidity is fine. <laughs> the temperature yeah. in here is exactly obviously, right. obviously screaming for a reason. Exactly. Well, the humidity downstairs um, is Okay, right. I acknowledge that that was perhaps uh, a poor one. And the reality is... I'm actually struggling to come up with a resolution that I know I'll keep. Well, there's two that I quite like. One that I'm interested in trying next year. And okay. it's, a, it's an app backed by Jamie Oliver again, which is actually, I All found right. him earlier when I was looking. Um, there's a bunch of sugar. No, actually, he's a backer rather than one of his All apps right. on this one. And it's called You App. And it's basically about making micro differences. So they have this idea that setting a resolution that you're going to run a marathon is just too big. It's a big one. You'll give up. Like, it's yeah. too big a thing. But deciding to make, they call it micro changes. So deciding to walk up the stairs instead of take the lift or have a piece of fruit instead of a sweet mm. snack or junk food or, or something like that. And they've got various categories and you just sort of imprompt you to do these things. And the idea is that you kind of build up this kind of chain that if you, you know, every day you have a piece That's of fruit idea, instead though, of a yeah, chocolate yeah. bar. And if every day you walk instead of getting the bus. Or Small change like that, builds. Yeah, it builds up and they've got these nice categories. And actually, I've not used it beyond playing around with it, but it looks really nice. It's got quite a lot of content in there as well. So it's not just saying do something good. It's saying, why don't you try eating this meal? Why don't you try doing that exercise? And you can say yes. So that one looks quite good. And actually, so far, all the feedback is it's actually pretty good at um, sort of habit forming. And then the other one is I'm not much of a runner, but on the occasion I have gone out and done some exercise, I really liked the Couch to 5K apps. Because yeah. for me... That's very smart, isn't it? For me, the hardest part is not 
you know, my fitness pal or something like that. I don't need to know where I've run or how far I've run. I can do that quite easily with the tech I've got. What I need is how do you go out and do that first run in the new year and like mm. not be knackered because you're like I've not done it do not, don't do it in the new year do it in December 28th or something no, seriously that's don't do it in the new year because then you look like everybody else but when you do go out and do it like if you go and try and run for half an hour and you've not done the exercise you know since before Christmas mm. you're just going to be knackered and feel terrible so why not go through like a nice structured program with someone who knows what they're doing someone who knows what they're doing but also like every day you feel like you can actually achieve it yeah. you look at that and go oh actually I've only got to go, go for a walk today and mm. I'm going to run for 10 minutes and walk for 5 minutes yeah. and that's achievable and it's just baby steps and there's two on the app store called Couch to 5k there's also an NHS choices program which is a, in the UK done by the, the National Health Service here but actually some of the commercial apps get some really good writing up too mm. so i should be having a look at those yeah just to sort of add some extras into those the other one kind of that motivational space is uh, zombies run which is just trying to gamify the whole exercise which for some people you know running away from a screaming zombie horde might be what you need how does to that get work your... does it just play so it's essentially it's telling you a story as you're running and obviously the distance that you're running and the speed with which you're doing it starts to play into how that story oh, and the sound gets played back to you. And I'm all in favour of doing that sort of thing because honestly running just on its own for a lot of people will be uh, very Pointless. boring. The other thing I would say is to don't neglect the mental health side of things. It's always a bit of stigma attached to it, talking about it. But actually some of the apps that are out there like um, Headspace, Pause or Sit all of which seem to it's something that's come in a lot more in the last year or so, which is just about taking five minutes to sit and relax and try and mentally prepare yourself for the day ahead and think about challenges and whatever problems you're facing in a way. I'm not suggesting at all that this is any replacement for true medical help, but it can really be good to have something like the smartphone just giving you, cueing you to those better behaviours. It's a bit like what Ben was talking about. And I think that's the thing... We talked about a year ago sort of wearables and quantified self was a big thing. What's become increasingly apparent is it's not about the data that you can collect. It's what you can then do with that data that you collect and changing those behavioral patterns. Because actually no one cares if you're running 5k a day or you're doing 10,000 steps. It's the outcome that you want to support. And actually that's how I think the most successful apps can tune themselves. And it's very noticeable that the ones that are sort of doing assisted workouts or bits of training and coaching along the way are the ones that really seem to be sticking and so Fitbit have been doing some of that but also Under Armour, Under Armour yep. with their whole platform has been, been going and it'll be really interesting to see how that develops over the next uh, year or so so you know as well as when we think about resolutions we also look ahead and to me we will see more data being collected I think there'll be new sensors coming in I'm going to break my resolution and say Microsoft Band is actually now doing the O2 or O2 Max collection that is cool it takes a while to get going, but actually if you do that, it's probably the ultimate accessory in terms of the number of sensors and the things that it collects. I'm sure we will see more of that and it will be the stickables that are do it in a temporary way and even the sort of the ingestibles, so-called, that can sort of track your internal body chemistry. And I'm really excited to see those, not because they're going to collect interesting data, but because they will be able to tell you much more about your patterns of behaviour and what impact that then has on your lifestyle. You, McLeod, one last one from you. Well, this is one that really, really got my attention when you mentioned it, actually, and it's Thoughtful. Go spell that because that matters. It's T-H-O-R-T-F-U-L. So Thoughtful. It's on the App Store, on the iOS App Store. And um, so I was talking about Touchdown earlier. Yes. Just that allows you to take a picture from your phone, send it to grandparents, whatever. It's really nice. The posts rise next day, usually. Thoughtful does 
that type of thing. You can you send a card via your phone, but it allows you, interestingly, to take a picture of a written note. Yep. So you get a white piece of paper, you write a note saying, hey, thanks so much for the presents. There you are, topical. There we go. Um, lots of love, Ewan. Uh, you then take a picture of that text, and that integrates it and prints it out onto a card. Because that was always my criticism of TouchNote, as I loved it. Sending grandma a typewritten thing yeah, felt no, impersonal, right. yes. particularly when it was a... We, we used to do it when we went on holidays. Mm. We'd send personalised postcards. Yes. And, and it just felt impersonal having them typed out Because like you can say lots of love from you and it's still typed out. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, actually, it was way better than just sending a regular postcard. So it was a fantastic idea, but I always hoped for the next step, which was the ability to personalise it. And, you know, short of having it sent, you know, make the card, send it to you, mm. you write on it and then you post it, which felt a little bit old school. So I love the idea of this. I'm going to try it. I haven't signed up yet. I'm going to try it and try it over Christmas. Yeah, it's really nice, and they've got... Um, have, you, have you done this yet? Have you tried? Basically, I've, I've seen a demo. I haven't used it myself, but it's like a scanner app, and it scans your handwriting, and it puts your handwriting in the card. So uh, it's really good. Grand. So I think that's it. Rafe Blanford, any last ideas? No, I think that's probably a good point to draw a close for the year, well, or at least for the uh, Christmas episode. Yes, yeah, so we have a very happy festive season, whether you're celebrating Christmas or not. We hope you have a lovely, peaceful, happy time. We're going to keep publishing over the Christmas period, so mm. we will be back next week with our smartest home competition well, looking update. Forward to that. Looking forward to that. Yeah, I think that could get quite competitive, which is really in the Christmas spirit of things. Well, indeed. So have a fantastic week, and as you're recovering... Goodwill. Goodwill. Goodwill to all except Rafe Blanford. And uh, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll go away, we'll have some turkey, and we'll be back next week with our smartest home update. As ever, you can find us at 361podcast. You can find us at 361podcast.com. If you go there, you can also... I haven't mentioned this in a while. You can also leave us a voicemail of Ooh. course so why don't go there click the contact tab and you can send us messages or you can leave us a voicemail we're on twitter at 361 podcast or you can find us on facebook but don't encourage them so thanks very much guys and we'll see you next week bye bye